On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, we talk with Tim Brown about brand safety and taking his message to the people. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hossman, and with me today is a rock star in the industry. He is the Executive Director of Operations for QCA, Tim Brown. Tim, thanks so much for joining me again. It's wonderful to be back, Kirby. Thanks for uh, inviting me again, and thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. So when we when we last spoke, you were brand new to QCA, and you kind of shared some of the ideas and vision for what you wanted to do. So I guess the question is, how is that vision shaping up and what are some of your thoughts for the future well things are shaping up sometimes uh i'm, a, I'm can be skeptical at times so i um or a little bit of my own critic so <laughs> they're shaping up really well it's been a whirlwind of the year things are going great i would like to have had certain things move along a little faster than than uh uh is presently going but with that i say i don't mean that in a bad way it's mm. going well uh, we set out to accomplish a few primary objectives, and that's to, one, review what we were doing and how we were doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to establish partnerships with marketing and procurement and compliance organizations kind of outside our industry. Uh, that helps us to promote who we are and mm-hmm. get some foothold yeah. out there. It lends credibility and legitimacy to, to what we do. Yeah, Because uh, that was one of the biggest things when I came in, that we really weren't known too much outside the industry. We had mm. this uh, great product, and it really wasn't well known. So we set out to do that, uh, and and part of that then was to create an awareness amongst end buyers. Mm. I've long said in the industry that we can't be afraid to have this conversation anymore. Right. You know, and PPAI does a wonderful job putting information out, uh, but then when people go and get in front of the customer. Are they comfortable with this conversation? Mm. And in most cases, they're not. Yeah. Uh, even when they've gotten educated and understand it, they don't. So we've taken it kind of upon ourselves a little bit to go out there, share the message, see what's happening. Uh, and, and through that, it's been received pretty well. It's been received uh, pretty well. I'm really surprised at how it's gone over with the end buyers. And uh, the, the final thing that we set out to do was dispel some common misconceptions about QCA as to what we are, what we do, what we're about. And uh, I would say those four things being the primary objectives, I think we've accomplished all of those goals. Okay. I personally had some other things, and some of them are still work in progress. Yeah. Uh, it's not like they, boom, you flip a switch and it's done. No, yeah, for sure. Cool. It's going well. well. It's great, and I'm super glad to hear that. And you kind of alluded to it, I think, here in that last, the answer to the last question, but you've had a year under your belt kind of delivering that brand safety message um, to the buyers, right, of, yeah. of promotional products. So what what have you learned from that, from those conversations? What, what gets attention and what doesn't? I have learned a lot about marketing and exhibiting personally. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I've... It's, Working at PPAI, being in this industry, being part of a regional association, helping to put on shows, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But to stand in a booth, to try to get people to come into your booth, uh, to get people's attention, to get word out, that's that's been new to me. It's been a great learning experience. Yeah. At the same time, you know, um, uh, it's given me a deeper appreciation for what people in our industry do, to yeah. stand on a trade show for an expo. Hours upon hours upon hours, and I'm doing it 
in short bursts or for four hours at a time, things like that in between sessions at these events. So that's that's been new. All that said, it gives, uh, I've been validated in my conviction that I said earlier. You know, I, I mentioned that you know this message resonates within buyers, and it mm. really does. Right. You know, they they get it. It's not something that people look unfavorably upon, which I think is a common fear within the industry. Right. The majority of people I talk with, they actually thank us for uh, for, for doing what we're doing. Right. They're appreciative when I say what the industry trade association is doing. Um, and and it, it's really, if there's anything I've learned is surprisingly, but not surprisingly, I've learned how little respect the outside community uh, or outside of our industry, how little respect they have for our industry. Hmm. You know, just I cringe every time, and I and uh, when I hear tchotchke, right. when I hear throwaways, cheap giveaways, trinkets and trash, those phrases go right through me, and I hear it all the time in the booth. Mm-hmm. Because my approach with these people is, I have nothing to sell you. Mm-hmm. I'm here creating awareness, and I'm going to send you back to your office with some value, something you can do to protect your brand. And they kind of look at me puzzled, and I say, you know, they're like, "What do you mean?" And I'm, Explain to them. I mean, I'm sure you use promotional products. Oh yeah, they're all over the place, and you know, not sure who's buying it or I buy it or whatever. They're you know wherever it's being bought in their organization. I say, well, I'm not here to sell you them. I'm here to educate you about what a great medium they are, but at the same time, how you want to ask certain questions to make sure that you're protecting yourself with them. Mm-hmm. And right away, they launch into the negatives of promotional products and and the, the negative images. Yet at the same time, they agree with me every time I say, uh, everybody loves stuff. They're a great marketing medium. People mm-hmm. keep them, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, and they get that. But they just don't respect the medium, and I feel like that's where our message is changing that narrative when I'm talking with them, because they're like, right. oh, wow, okay, so you guys are, in some cases, they actually, they assume certain things are being done. But then when they hear the lengths to what companies do to ensure that the supply chain is free or, or, or you're, you're mitigating the risk of uh, human rights violations, right. that you're out there protecting people from injury or that you're making sure there's a quality product that doesn't fall apart the minute it leaves the trade show, that uh, there's environmentally friendly practices and, and those types of things, they're appreciative of it. And then we get into more dialogue. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an education moment when I'm out with these people. Right. It, it truly is. It's an opportunity to turn the tables. Uh, I acknowledge their perception because, let's be honest, the race to the bottom in price has, has yielded an industry that, that has hurt itself in certain ways from, yeah. a, from a respect standpoint or a positive perception. Uh, but when I share all the stuff that PPAI is doing through the Get In Touch campaign and uh, just from my own experience in the industry and the love of the industry, it turns this into a positive conversation. And we talk yeah. about how great the medium is compared to other advertising mediums mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, explain to them, you know, uh, I'm losing my train of thought. I get right. going. <laughs> I start no, for sure. For sure. So it, it, what it reminds me of Tim is that we as an industry, and you're certainly doing this, but I think we as an industry need to really think and be intentional about the story we're telling about our industry. We need to do a better job of telling our story um, and telling, you know, it from a, um, you know, not only the positives, just the facts, right? But also just, as you said, not trying to participate in the race to the bottom. I think that's super important. 
Yeah. And, and that is, that's what's so key. And that's what my message at the end of the day, really today when we started talking about this, is I wanted it to be about. Yeah. It's, I'm not out there just talking compliance. Right. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I love this industry. I love the people in this industry. I'm proud to be part of this industry. And like I said a minute ago, I cringe when there's negative perceptions and certain terminology comes up. I was listening to Danny Rosen's comments to, uh, or Skew Camp. Mm-hmm. interview or presentation just the other day i pulled it up was listening and he made the same comment yeah you know that those types of words just cringe and i think if you love this industry you take offense at that yeah you know um now does that mean i just accept it no do i acknowledge it yes sure. and part of my message when i'm out there talking about this is this is a valuable medium this is an awesome medium at the same time you got to be conscious of where you're putting your brand. Yeah. And so I talk a lot about brand safety. Uh, and, and brand safety is a word commonly used at a lot of these events I go to when I'm uh, at marketing events. It's kind of one of the buzzwords now in marketing. Mm-hmm. But they always associate it with social media. Mm-hmm. Are we positioned next to certain uh, ads or uh, commentary that's detrimental to us that we could be negatively associated with? You know, there's, I've been reading articles where YouTube, people are starting to pull some of their ads from YouTube because they're popping up next to the wrong kind of content. Right. So I always try to talk with them and say, it's not just that. Brand safety is everywhere your logo is. Yeah. Everywhere. And once you want, they understand that, we kind of are able to reel them in and get yeah. them on board with, with our message. Now, that's great, and I appreciate the work that you're doing in that way. So you've talked about how you've um, kind of had that conversation with the end buyer, but how's the industry so far accepted your message? You know, the, the industry, it's, it's, it's interesting there. Um, I have had um, people tell me, love the idea, that's great, it's what your organization has needed to do for a long time to get yourself on the map. But we're going to take a wait-and-see attitude, especially mm-hmm. those that are really kind of, they're, they're on that fence. Do we go through the accreditation product or process? Do we join the Distributor Advocacy Council? Do we not? They're watching us. They're mm-hmm. telling me that, look, we like the approach you're, you're taking. And it is important. At the same time, we want to wait and see how well it resonates. Right. And that's one of the things is um, I'm seeing it start to resonate. But it won't happen overnight to where right. it trickles through. I will say, I was at the Product Responsibility Summit a few months ago when PPA, I put it on, and a number of people came up to me and said, you know, more and more of my customers, and these are distributors, obviously, more and more of my customers are starting to come up and ask me specifically about QCA. Right. And in other cases, some suppliers are telling me, were telling me at the same event, some of the, I'm getting more inquiries about our accreditation mm-hmm. because of, or from our distributors. And then I have to say it, Hopefully because of me being out there, you know, but, yeah. you know, time will tell on that. Um, so with that, you know, I think there are some issues, you know, uh, in the industry yet that were perceived as a threat, um, especially when if I'm going out and I'm talking about compliance and buyers, if you're not involved, how does that look on your organization? Mm-hmm. So, you know, this isn't the answer for everybody. And it's, there's more than one way to handle um, brand safety and responsibility, you know, responsible sourcing and those types of things. We're not the only way, and I make sure to communicate that message. I like to think we're the the top of the the mountain, though. If you're looking for what is the best practice, yes, I think, but it's not the only way. And so, um, 
that's where I get into some misconceptions in the industry and mending fences, and I've done a lot of that this year. That's one of the things when I mentioned earlier about changing perceptions in the industry. I've really tried to get out there and talk with people about this is what we're really about. We're not about exclusivity. Hmm. We're not about protecting certain companies. This is an industry thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's about, at the end of the day, bringing standards to the industry and parties from the outside making sure the industry is doing what they say they're doing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So... That's, that's really good stuff. I, it, you know, if there's a takeaway, I, I just think we all, you know, obviously you're doing the part uh, and kind of being an ambassador in that way, and I certainly appreciate it, but I think we all need to do a better job of representing who and what we are as an industry, um, and I think it'll it'll be good for us all. So um, so you, you've been so kind as to answer my three questions. I appreciate it, and I give everybody a chance to ask me one question. Do you have one for me? Of course I do. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and staying in line with, mm-hmm. with kind of what I've talked about, mm-hmm. uh, and this has been another common theme at, uh, at a lot of the marketing events, mm-hmm. it's more of, they call it branding with purpose. Yeah, for sure. So with that common theme in the marketing community of branding with a purpose, mm-hmm. how have you, Herbie Hossman, uh, how have you defined your purpose mm-hmm. in Hossman Marketing, and how do you communicate that to your uh, clients? No, it's a great question. I mean, we, ironically, I would say that one of our missions is to deliver marketing joy. That's the name of the show, and it's what we, and I think that one of the things we want to do, um, just from a from a base level, it helps the way we make decisions, is to try to be joyful in every transaction um, and try to make it fun to do business with us. Uh, we feel like if that's the case, then people will continue to do business with us. In addition, I think one of the things that we take pride in is, is giving back in, in our community. Um, and we do that in a variety of ways, uh, whether it's donating services, donating product, donating time. And I think that's one of those things where the way that we kind of bring that to bear is we try to do that as a team. Um, so in other words, hey, this is a cause that sort of matters to us. Or um, we have a little committee internally that we say, hey, these are all the requests we've gotten, um, and we want to make sure um, that we consistently do that. And then moving forward, what we're going to try to do is to donate, uh, well, put a percentage to it. So in other words, as we do our finances, we actually kind of have a, a, not a line item, but just a thing, hey, this amount of money is going to go toward uh, passion projects for us. Um, And I think that yeah, that's the kind of thing that everybody on the team gets excited about because, you know, hey, it shows a way that if we're profitable and we're doing well, that we can make a difference. And so that's, I think, the answer to the question. So, No, I think it's a great answer. Uh, and I, I, I want to comment that often that's the missing piece or, or forgotten piece. Mm. Uh, when people talk about social responsibility, you know, it's common to talk about the human rights and, mm-hmm. you know, working conditions and all of that. But another part of that is 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 how what are you giving back to your community and mm-hmm. how are you active in your community and how are you being a steward within the community and it all rolls in together so i thought those that was a great answer and i, I commend you guys for doing that i hope that anybody watching this tell that stuff when you do that it's not you know individually we do things we give and a lot of times you want to keep it quiet because you don't want to be a bragger mm-hmm. or you don't want to look you know what what's the intention behind it right but i think from a from a business standpoint you, you should put that out there and let people know because it is important to, to make sure that people know that you're you're invested in your community. Man, that's uh, good advice. Great answer. Thanks, Tim. Well, hey, this was fun. We've done it before. We'll have to do it again, okay? 
I'm looking forward to it. All right, cool. Well, that wraps up another edition of Delivery Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.